Another episode of the Ethan and Terry Show, a podcast dedicated to covering and tapping the latest in sports and entertainment. It's your boy Ethan, aka Easy Pull Up, here with Terry Jenkins Jr. for episode number 59 of the Ethan and Terry Show, man. I'd like to shout out to all of our first time and last time viewers and listeners. Be sure you like, comment, share, subscribe to the pod, leave us a rating and review, and let us know how we're doing. Terry, bro, super uh, exciting and celebratory circumstances today. Once again, you've proven yourself to be a valuable member of sports media and accurately predicted what is, I guess, for many, slightly unexpected championship, but a well-deserved championship for Giannis <clears throat> Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks, bro. If I if I have my uh, sound effects, I'd do a round of applause. But, man, I'm going to go ahead and let you get started, bro. Bucks and six, they got it done. Yeah, man, definitely got it done. Um, great performance um, by Giannis. I, I can't even can't say that enough. Um, amazing, amazing performance by Giannis. I mean, he put on the show, bro. Just plain and simple. Um, when the game first start, got started, it was very sloppy for both sides. And I kept thinking in my mind, whoever was able to come down first is going to win this game. Yeah. Like, whoever can remain calm and just, you know, calm their nerves – Win the game, and it's crazy because all the other games. I don't know if you noticed, Giannis within like the first, sometimes first minute, sometimes first thirty seconds of a game, he will kind of like hyperventilate because he was so nervous and pumped up that the coach would have to like take him out, like he'd have to call and be subbed out like the first two minutes of the game, and that happened in game. I want to say honestly, three, four, I mean four, five, in six. Um, well. Change that three, four, in five. I'm um, having three games in a row. I remember because it, it was just weird because you never see um, a superstar, honestly, any player, but definitely not a superstar, get taken out of the game because they're nervous right. or you know just their nerves is just going. This game though, in game six, everyone else' nerves is going, and Giannis was like calm, cool. I don't know if he meditated before the game. I don't know if he decided instead of bumping some dirt or some. Some little baby, he decided I'm, you know, I'm putting something, some the, the weekend, some soft, maybe some Marvin Gaye, some Ray Charles. I don't know what he decided to just keep his, you know, to, to play to keep his nerves when he first came out, but he did. And um, from the start, man, he put on the show. Um, well, that shout out to bro. Chris Paul. Definitely got his shout out to Chris Paul. He did. You know, a lot of people argue that he didn't show up or he showed up too late, but he did play a great game as well. You know, man, honestly, he just didn't have his other pieces come with him. Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden really didn't show up. To be honest, um, DeAndre Aiden looked lost out there. He, yeah. he looked lost on the offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball. Giannis, Giannis was able to do everything he wanted, literally anything yeah. he wanted. He attacked the paint, and DeAndre Aiden, he wasn't stopping him, man. Giannis was a euro around him. He was spinning around him. He would just somehow get around the under eight. It didn't have an, because, yeah, no, no, yeah, they just didn't have an answer, bro. I mean, and, and, no, and truth, truth be told, I mean, inexperience, sure, <laughs> you know, I mean, oh, yeah. but but at the same time, uh, I guess from a, a broader basketball standpoint, you know, and then just having to kind of thrive under pressure, Milwaukee was certainly a better suited team for that. But albeit it was everyone's first time, I guess, yeah, Jay Crowder. Exactly. It was everyone's Except first time. Yeah. Who got crowned, in. by the way. 
I mean, <laughs> shout out again, Chris Paul carrying away. Devin Booker, the only thing he did during that entire game was cross up PJ Tucker. Um, other and and that went under the, the bus after the Bucks won. I mean, you haven't seen that. Um, maybe or you haven't seen that video ever since. So Devin Booker just really didn't have a great game. I mean, after scoring two, you know, forty points two games in a row, maybe he was tired. Um, Cam Johnson didn't get enough opportunities. I feel like Cameron Payne wasn't the same all series. I mean, it's a lot of things that you could say about the Suns players, but you look at Milwaukee. Drew Holiday shot like four for 20, 25. Uh, Chris Milton only had 17 points. I mean, honestly, it was a honest show. 50 points. was, I believe, 14 rebounds. Four blocks. Honestly, should have probably been four more blocks if you didn't count yeah. goaltending. Um, and some of those goaltending calls are very, very close. I mean, spectacular, bro. I can't. To be honest, bro, this is the best finals, like, sh- show or performance that I've seen, you know, and the best one by far in the winning effort. Um, I always talk about LeBron James. Everyone knows how I feel about LeBron James, but I always talk about LeBron James. And when he went against the Golden State Warriors with no Kevin Love and no Kyrie, and even though they lost, LeBron James was purely dominant throughout the entire series. And he was clearly um, the best player in that series. And But, of course, that was a losing effort. Game six, Giannis was clearly the best player on the floor, and he put the Milwaukee Bucks on his back. He accounted for more than 50% of their points. Yeah. And when it comes to scoring and assisting. So, <clears throat> hats off, man. I know a lot of people hate on him. He's a one-trick pony. He doesn't shoot the three. He doesn't have a fadeaway. He doesn't have a mid-range game, all this other jazz. Listen, can you stop? what he's doing because if you can't stop what he's doing there's no need for all the other stuff you're talking about so i, I don't remember shaq shooting threes or don't I, I, can you can you remind me ethan i don't remember shaq pulling up for 35 feet no i mean but, but Terry, it really speaks to just <clears throat> where the game is man you know apparently exactly. people, people don't even consider you legitimate if you're not pulling up from 40 <laughs> right yeah but, but the thing is, yeah. the ironic thing about it is the past two championship teams did not shoot the three ball well. The Lakers didn't shoot it well. They just were big. They out-rebounded the Miami Heat. The Heat actually shot the ball better than them in that series. And this series, the Bucks shot horrible from the three-point line. I mean, horrific. And still won because they won on the boards. So they won with, paints, with points inside the paint. So... Say what you want about respecting somebody's game just because they can pull up from 40, 42. Um, when it's playoff time, so far, at least in the last two years, that pulling up from 40-something hasn't been working out. That's true, man. But to your point, bro, it's all about getting it done. And the Milwaukee Bucks did. So shout out to them. I don't know if you saw any of the festivities or any of the other. Oh, all of them. All of them. <laughs> all, all of the ten- them. I saw all, all of them. <laughs> P- P- PJ, PJ Tucker is an icon in Milwaukee. Uh, great, great to see. I'm dogs. Dogs. Dogs bro. out here. Dogs. He said, dogs. He, said they just, he said, we got dogs. They just they didn't know how to be dogs. I was like, oh, my goodness. With the big Ace of Spades bottle. With the Ace of Spades. Honestly, you could, you, you, could, you could not have asked for a better, a better he was scene. more faded than Jalen Rose. I promise you. Pay <laughs> was different. 
Oh my goodness, man! But you love to see it. But hey, what 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 a better way, man, to close out the NBA season? Giannis, his resume, man, already Hall of Fame status. So we all know, man, that it's only up from here. And funny enough, and, you know, you said what? Go ahead. And again, just just throw it out here, likable team, man, likable guy. I mean, I've, I've been, a, yeah, you see the jersey. I've been rooting for Giannis for the longest, um, but. At the same time, it's just like now the world gets to see that he's such a likable guy. You hear what I'm saying? Ethan, like they get to see his personality, get get to see the unreserved Greek freak, if you will. I mean, the the, the video of him going to Chick Fil A and ordering a fifty piece nugget, and then tweeting, "Can he have Chick Chick Fil A nuggets for life?" I mean, just like the genuine. And he's so like, humble, you gotta bro. Love the team. bro the and, interview, and he, yeah. Interview with Bobby Porter's and Pat Covington when when the reporter asked like how much wine I mean champagne have you guys drunk and they just looked at each other and laughed I I, I can I can tell you we all been in that moment with our best friends <laughs> <and> you just <laughs> you got to that point you just look at them like bro listen we we are both out of this <laughs> like this is this is one of the best celebrations Ethan I remember ever seeing for a finals. I'm be honest with you. Terry, Terry you, you had a valid point, bro. Like, this is a likable team. There hasn't been an NBA champion that wasn't, in one way or another, like, villainized. I mean, Golden State, right. people people look at them as a villain. People have been looking at LeBron as a villain since he uh, played in Miami, right? And then and then yeah. even, in, even in Toronto, right, so many people were, were stunned at the fact that Golden State was, like, dismantled because of injury, yeah. that they couldn't properly celebrate them. But even then, Kawhi kind of not saying he took on the villain role, but the way he left, the way he left San Antonio, it was, exactly. a, lot of, it was a lot of controversy. So this, for the first time, Terry, probably since the Dallas Mavericks, or, or maybe, or maybe when San Antonio won, but San Antonio and, and even Dallas within the last what 10, 11 years, it's been a while since yeah. people can actually be excited about a world champion in the NBA. Exactly, exactly. And, no super team, man. Exactly, man, and, and and you know what? We're we're gonna we're gonna dissect that as well because you know we know we got the NBA draft next week, so we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about the future uh, or the upcoming twenty one twenty two season. <clears throat> but uh, but I'm gonna segue into some into some football news, bro. We haven't talked about football in what probably a month month and a half. It seems like maybe something like that. It's funny, and you know we're gonna stay in the state of Wisconsin because funny enough. I don't even think the Milwaukee Bucks winning a championship could be enough to keep Aaron Rodgers uh, in, in in the state of Wisconsin. So now, so now all the, all the, all those Cheesehead fans and Wisconsin sports fans have yeah. another problem at hand, which is Aaron Rodgers. And we did, we haven't really had enough time to talk about that situation. But I'm gonna ask you a broader question though, Terry, and, and you can just take this and run with it and give me your insight. When you talk about actual sports headlines in the NFL right now. Which one are you like focused on the most? Is it is it the Aaron Rodgers situation? Is it the uh, new COVID nineteen protocols going on in the NFL? What's been your take on football? Oh man, um, just to point a little bit on the Aaron Rodgers situation, I really wonder how this is going to work out, Ethan. Um, the, my main point is kind of. I forgot who stated the point. I mean, it may have been Max Gellman, but my main point is we understand that Aaron Rodgers wants out. He wants to trade. He recently declined the, to be the highest player in NFL history, and he declined that contract. 
So that means money is not the issue. He's not worried about money. He's not worried about financial gain. He feels like he's been disrespected. Um, he feels like the organization has seen him less than a man, not just less than a man, less than a superstar, a Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer that he is, um, MVP, two-time, I mean, not two-time, but MVP, um, Super Bowl winner. Like, Aaron Rodgers is just known by arguably everybody. He's probably the top three quarterback of all time. Um, just, just arm talent, the things that he's done for this Green Bay organization. And he feels like he's been, not feels like, he understands and recognizes that he's been disrespected. Um, and it's sad because I never thought I would see Aaron Rodgers in a different jersey, but I didn't think I would see Tom Brady in a different jersey. You know, um, I forgot I saw a little slide on ESPN probably like a, two weeks ago, and it showed how like most of our favorite players, NFL players, normally end their career in a different jersey than what we grew up watching, man. I mean, you think about Peyton Manning. Um, and that's another great quarterback. Tom Brady, I just named, of course. Phillip Rivers, like a lot of guys, um, finished their career under, you know, another jersey. And so the thing is, we just don't know where Aaron Rodgers wants to go. And I feel like Green Bay is kind of stuck because it's like, we can get an offer from here. We can get an offer from here. We can balance these offers around and play with them because Aaron Rodgers hasn't chosen a location. Now, Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, I want to go here. This is my destination. And even if y'all trade me somewhere else, I'm not going to resign. I'm going to hold out and go to this team. If Aaron Rodgers comes out and say that and gives a demand like a destination to where he wants to go, I feel like he he would have a better chance at being traded um, at least before preseason ends because preseason starts in two weeks. Um, but at least before the preseason ends, if Aaron Rodgers picks a location and destination, I feel like that would help the Green Bay Packers out. One, because well, they'll get off, less offers from other teams. And then two, they can just focus on the deal with whatever team that wants wants Aaron Rodgers, because whatever team wants Aaron Rodgers, understand they're going to have to give up some type of equity um, and yes, property. Of some kind. And probably some half kind. of their souls, maybe about <laughs> two kids and a grandchild to get Aaron Rodgers. Um, and they'd definitely probably be willing to give all of that up. And so I feel like if Aaron Rodgers comes on and say, I want to go to the Broncos, that's where I want to go. I too much of retiring whooping on Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert two times a year because they think they're those guys and they're really not. That's me. If he's able to come out and say that, I feel like he'll be traded quicker. But I feel like as long as he plays this little game to where, like, trade me or I'm not coming, and he's just going to sit at home and just, you know, I guess allow them to pick where he wants to go. But then that's another question. Can Aaron Rodgers be so – so I say arrogant that he feels like whatever team you guys pick me to go, I'm going to have success. So just pick for me. Is that why he hasn't come out and said, I, I want to go to this team? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I do feel that subconsciously within like the sports mind, we all have to know that he probably wants to stay as close to the West Coast as possible. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he has a home out in California. Wasn't he just recently, he just recently got married um, yeah. So, so knowing those things, 
off the rip. I mean, he's not going to play for any of the teams in California, but it's really either the Raiders or the Broncos. I, I, I He's definitely going to be in the AFC West. Um, I can't think of any NFC team that he would be interested in going and playing for. Um, I mean, maybe, like, you know, I don't think Seattle's dealing with Russell Wilson, but no. crazy, but but crazier things have happened. So, uh, but but no, even even looking at that situation, man, it's you're right, bro. I mean, I didn't even realize until you said it. Our our favorite players or or, or guys that we're used to seeing play in the league for a very long time, they don't keep that same uniform for long. I mean, even even, Brett, even Brett Favre ended up playing for his uh, division rival in the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, who, yeah. Funny, who funny enough, he was. The quarterback for who? The Green Bay Packers. So, exactly. more, so more to so more to be seen with that man. Let's kind of talk about the Deshaun Watson situation down in Houston. Quiet as cat, oh, man. Just a quick before we get into that. Cool oh yeah, call. yeah. The COVID man, that that rule is crazy, man. Um, yeah, you yeah, may see yeah. some players not play. I don't know if you saw D Hop tweet, I did. but it was kind of like. He he's contemplating on playing football next year because he doesn't want him getting affected with COVID to prevent his team from, you know, taking a W and they have to forfeit a game. But at the same time, he doesn't know if he wants to get the shot, which I'm not going to speak upon and bash anybody. Um, everything's so political nowadays is Ethan, and including if you get the shot or not. Um, I will just tell the hop, you know, to do what's best that you think for you and your interests. And then also realize that, you know, as we see now, you can have been vaccinated and still carry the COVID disease um, and still spread it from one person to another. Right. And so, I mean, do what you have to do as far as for your family safely. Definitely, but then also, you know, make sure you're, I mean, be hop with someone with kids, man. So just make well, sure you're, whatever decision you're choosing, it's best for you and your family as far as your health and longevity. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. And also it's important to realize too, Terry, that you have to look at like the states where a lot of these uh, guys are playing in too, man. If these guys are playing out of Texas, they're playing out of Arizona, playing out of Florida, Right, playing out of like you know much of the South, you know, to Atlanta, Atlanta, you know, to where it things have been open, and not saying that you know their local state officials can care if they get vaccinated or not, but it's not necessarily a fashionable trend. Whereas if you're playing in California, you're playing in New York, you're playing in uh, Washington uh, State, or even in D.C. for that matter as well, you're playing in all these more funny, these more liberal you know states and areas where they're definitely promoting getting vaccinated and quite frankly making it very difficult for you to not get vaccinated um truth be truth be told man you could subscribe to the culture of wherever you, wherever you are i mean simple yeah. simple and plain but but yeah, yeah right facts. but definitely gotta make the best decision for for himself and his family for sure uh but no let, let's talk a little bit a little bit about the deshaun the deshaun watson situation i'm gonna be honest I, i'm scared to talk about deshaun watson man i i am terrified i don't know what's going on ethan Literally every TV network and reporter has literally just shut up and I disappeared. And the Sean Watson conversation has not been brought up like bro in months. No one's saying anything. Ethan, I'm I'm scared here on on the Ethan and Terry show. I don't know if we get into details and too deep 
that I'll be receiving a call from Roger Gradell and being like, hey, Terry, I told everybody else to chill out. It's time for you and Ethan to chill out, too. I mean, I'm just saying, no one's talking about it. I mean, Terry, word, Terry, I not went. Not a whisper, not a rumor, not, not nothing. I, I know I'm is that double negative, but not nothing. No, being said, I would I would hope I would hope that with the phone call from Roger Goodell that you could broker us hosting an NFL game or two on Amazon. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely gonna, gonna throw that out there. It, 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 throw, throw that little nugget out there. I if that word, but but to you, but to your point, man, it's radio silent, man. I mean. Oh, yeah. do, do, I mean, honestly, honestly, truly, when do you when do you expect for us to hear to hear about it? Yeah, listen, bro. The preseason starts in two weeks. Is, is Deshaun Watson going to be taking snaps for the Houston Texans in the first preseason game? The season starts in a month and two weeks, month and a half. Are we going to see Deshaun Watson just roll out there and play quarterback like nothing happened and nobody's going to talk about it? (laughs) We're just going to all agree to shut the hell up and not say anything about it. I mean, his Camel Soup commercials, I don't know if he's going to have them back. And I haven't seen them. Normally, they pop up around football, you know, season time, you know, which I like the Camel Soup. He he can't act worth worth shit, but (laughs) I like the commercial. Yeah. but yeah, I, Ethan, I don't know, bro. I can't. I'm trying to think of another like major news segment that was just so prominent, and everybody just went quiet. I mean, even with Harvey Weinstein, people were not this quiet, and he tried to make people quiet. Yeah. And, wow. And it didn't disappear. So I'm just like, bro. Well, yeah, man. I mean, even if you look at the last couple of months, it's probably been what since April. Yeah, so I do remember when when the the uh, the uh, the Chauvin trial, yeah, uh, came up. That that might have been around the time where it stopped, right? So you hit that, and then NBA playoffs getting the full swing, and then after that, I mean, Olympic news, and then if you think about, uh, I'm trying to think about actual like world news that has occurred as well. I mean, COVID, Delta Co- 9, I mean, a Delta variant. Yeah, Delta variant. Call it. I don't know. Um, it seems like he might have caught the perfect storm of, of world news. <laughs> or Roger Goodell probably took a look at that ESPN contract, went to Disney. And he shut the hell up. <laughs> he said, hey, you know, TNT has been calling me. <laughs> and then went next door to Fox and knocked on their door and told Shannon Sharp and, and, and Skip to shut the hell up. Fox, it would be a shame if, if Amazon just had Sunday afternoon football for the next day. <laughs> I mean, shout out, shout out to Bezos in this space. Um, if that well, was listen, bro, when you analyze and think about it, Deshaun Watson. It's one of the faces of the NFL. Like it was Patrick Mahomes, yeah, Tom Brady, Sean Watson. You could throw Lamar Jackson in there too, but it's just like these guys were like the face of the NFL. Yeah. And so, like I said, the Houston Texans, the Sean Watson made that organization billions, and no telling how much the Sean Watson has made the NFL. Yeah, but Roger Goodell is just simply doing what. 
any businessman would do. That's protecting his investments. <laughs> you know, you know, you hear that you hear all the time, and I think in the NFL they say you got to protect the shield. So I mean, that's that's the mantra and that's the mindset. And I'm very, you know, the craziest part, Ethan, was that the craziest part is the agreement for all this with Deshaun Watson was probably, and you shut the hell up and play football. I'm just being honest with you, bro. If yeah. you see Deshaun Watson line up a quarterback week one of preseason to take snaps, Ethan, and then go into media day smiling and talking about how happy he feels to be a Texas, I'm going to be happy because I can go to Houston, Texas game. So I'm be honest with you. Deshaun Watson ain't a quarterback. I don't care who we play, and I ain't going. I ain't going to see no blowout. But if he yeah. does that, bro, we already know what happened. Roger Goodell had to sit down. I said, I can make all this go away. You just go out there and say, huh, huh, hike. That's all I need you to do. You know, this isn't. This might not be like a relevant segue or, um, I guess, broader analogy, but Kanye said on St. Pablo, who's the real loner if your boss gets a salary? For some reason, that works. Man. I just had to say. <laughs> that, I that's felt that, that. That's, I the felt kind, that. that's the kind of power that the that the NFL is talking about right now, but I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep it to football though, man. We're gonna we're gonna segue over into college football though. We have not talked about that probably oh, since man. since uh, January. But Terry, what are the Texas Longhorns doing? What are the Sooners doing? Uh, I mean, I don't know if those, for those of you who are who are unfamiliar with what's going on, uh, there will be reports that the University of Texas, the Texas Longhorns, and the Oklahoma Sooners want to leave the Big 12 Conference to potentially yeah. join the SEC and to basically make them the Barclays English Premier League of college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I mean, who else are you going to watch? I mean, first of all, uh, Texas, has, te- Texas hasn't been the most successful as of late, right? I mean, it's, it's, obvi- it's obvious, but Oklahoma has. Terry, yeah. Terry, what were some of your initial thoughts here on that? Um, first, what, what the hell is going on? I mean, we are – College football is definitely changing before our eyes, Ethan. It really is. I mean, I remember a few years ago, Texas A&M got in to the SEC, and I was like, eh, why? Well, it's College Station. Texas is the South. Okay, it's kind of weird, but cool. And then Missouri came on over, and I was really confused. I was like, why Missouri? What the hell are they doing here? And they're definitely never, ever going to win anything or be relevant. Um, but if the long there at ask why, bro, it's kind of obvious. Two reasons. Number one, teams understand, you know, if we want a shot at a national championship with a loss or two, we have to be in the SEC. I mean, it's hard enough to go undefeated. But if I'm in a Big 12 and I lose one game, I'm not kidding. You're going to play the Capital One Bowl. (laughs) <laughs> that's, exactly. what's gonna that's what's gonna happen. Exactly. I mean, exactly. If I, you're, if you're, I yeah. get two losses, I damn for sure ain't playing no national championship. Yeah, it's definitely not happening unless I'm in the SEC. And so that's one thing schools are understanding. Like, hey, uh, we we may go nine and three and ten and two or in Texas um, situation eight and six. But guess what? If we were in the SEC. Our schedule, wins and losses will look a lot better either way it go. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's number one. It's just like you want to compete to be in that final four. 
um, until college football actually spreads it out to at least eight teams to make it at least relevant. But Terry, um, but but is it not enough to 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 play a bigger school in your non-conference games and, and try to win there? Not necessarily, not necessarily. Because let's say if I'm Texas and I beat Alabama right in the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and I'm ranked high all the way to the last game or to the end of the season, and I lose to Oklahoma State by 14 points. Now I'm 12-1. Yeah, I beat Alabama in the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's cool. And it's all fine and dandy. But guess what? LSU is still undefeated. And guess who else is still undefeated? Auburn is undefeated. And so those two teams are going to get in before me. Oh, not to mention Ohio State is still undefeated. They still got some clout. Oh, well, maybe there's a fourth team. So now I'm hanging on by the balance, hoping that some other undefeated team in the Big East or Pac-12 like Oregon or USC or Penn State some other team with one loss that happened early in the season and not late in the season, like my loss to Oklahoma. Just, you know, there's so many variables, you know? Yeah. So it's just like I would rather deal with those odds in the SEC because one and even two losses aren't as frowned upon as one loss in the Big 12. One loss in the Big 12 is like, ah, you're not getting in, but Sorry. You're not getting into the playoffs. It's not happening. Yeah. You lost. While on the other hand, someone losing the SEC, it's like, ah, oh, well, you are in the SEC. I mean, come on, buddy. Really, you are in the SEC. They can afford one loss. It's going to happen. It's the SEC. So it's a big difference. Um, And then number two, and from an organization standpoint, you make more money being in the SEC. The, oh, there's, no, <clears throat> there's no Big 12 network, Ethan. No, you have the SEC network. You have the Longhorn network. Did you know that? I, I, yes, yes, I did. I was just about to say that. So the much in fact, the University they, of UT signed an individual contract with tele, with television providers because the Big Twelve didn't have enough money or have to do it themselves. So the Texans, the University of Texas, UT, had to independently go to TV stations and get their own right for the Longhorn network. Because the Big 12 didn't have enough clout to make a Big 12 network because of other small schools. But, I mean, and honestly, there's really no excuse now, if I'm being completely honest. You have the ACC network, SEC network, the Big 10 network, Pac-12 mm-hmm. network, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, every, but I'm almost convinced at this point, Sunbelt might, might as well start watching <laughs> games. And, and, and quite frankly, Terry, if the Big 12 were to lose Texas and OU, maybe... Texas, like I said, bro, within recent years, we know they haven't found a lot of success. But at the same time, it's a legacy thing, right? Texas is mm-hmm. known for being within that conference. I mean, it's bad enough A&M leaves and you no longer have that rivalry game anymore. But at the same time, like having them there, having OU there, having the Red River, the Red River shootout, which is like literally the biggest rivalry game in your conference. Don't you talk in, to in me college football. Don't you talk to me about an OU West Virginia game being a big rivalry. Don't you talk to me about TCU and Texas. I don't want to see that because you know why? We're going to get basketball scores in a football stadium because they play zero defense in the Big 12. (laughs) So, which which living in in Pac-12 country, we don't play defense out here either. But (laughs) unless you go to Utah because they got a good defensive line and Oregon has a great secondary. But anyway, I digress. But this is interesting, Terry, because now it's going to put pressure on, on the college football playoff committee 
to think about extending this the playoffs to sixteen teams, bro, or at least eight. I say at least eight. I, I definitely I'm I'm with at least eight. You gotta at least have eight teams. I mean, it just makes sense. Um, why not? Why not give more people an opportunity to showcase their talent? And you're gonna you're gonna make more money. You're gonna make more money. You gotta make more revenue. Forget these little bowl game contracts that you have with different sponsors. You don't need that money anymore. You can make more money off of literally streaming a game on some syndication. I mean, come on, grow up. Grow up, college football committee. You're showing your age. Um, you're showing that everyone on the committee is seventy and above. You guys can really make some good money if you just just separate it. Now, last but not least, you got the recruiting pool, Ethan, too. I mean, we're, Nick Saban made a that, great point. Yeah, Nick Saban made a great point. It was sad part of it, what he said because he benefits too. But Bryce Young, our quarterback, is is making a lot of money right now. He hasn't even hiked the ball yet, and he just signed a million dollar contract with an endorsement company, and he hasn't touched the ball yet. But that's because he's the University of Alabama quarterback, one of the best teams in the SEC. And so what's going to happen with the new rules, which I love, by the way, players should have been getting paid. I mean, to be honest with you, players are getting paid. When I was in college, you know, I might be a little sports agent right now. Probably wouldn't graduate yet, but I digress. I mean, I'm t- just saying, it's a lot of money. It's going to be a lot of floodgates open up. A lot of college and young people are about to make some money, and I am so happy for all yeah. of them. Get your but, money, get your money, get your money. Terry, hold that segue. You're the segue king this episode because that was brilliant because also I wanted to bring up was Mikey Williams getting his NIL deal. Bro, this right. kid is 16 years old. He won't be eligible for the draft until 2024. He has five Don't million, matter. He has five million followers. Five million followers on Instagram, and he is about to make probably two, three, four times the amount in actual M's. cash. M's, capital M's, Terry. Yeah, this kid is going to be not only going to his Algebra Two course, but afterwards, but before that, he's going to stop at the Chase ATM that they're going to have installed on campus because he's going to need it. So, Terry, this this is incredible, bro. I, I don't think we would have ever had thought we would see today. I'm I'm, ha- I'm happy for these kids, but. I'm ready to see the slippery slope. Not not for anyone's demise. Know it is. Not for anyone's demise, but it will show you how crooked and corrupt the NCAA has been for all of these years. But uh, but needless to say, Terry, holistically bring this all back together. Shout out to Giannis Antetokounmpo for getting Thanks. it done. Shout out to Drew Holiday. Shout out to Chris Milton. Shout out to PJ Tucker. Terry, wear that jersey with pride. You deserve it. But after that. Please frame that jersey because that's probably going to be worth M's. So, so without question, I'm extremely excited um, for for Giannis's future, man. Uh, and also, Terry, what are some things you're looking ahead to, bro? As we as we start oh, man. the latter oh, half man. of the, of the sports at, calendar, looking ahead for the NBA draft. I know a lot of people are like the NBA draft. Why, Terry? Why? We saw this year why. That's why we saw Trey Young and Young Star go ballistic, go crazy. We saw DeAndre Hunter show up late. We saw Kevin Hunter show up late there in the draft. We saw young Giannis Antetokounmpo. We saw a young Suns team full of nothing but young talent. Cameron Payne, Cam Johnson, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden. These are all guys who were drafted out of college. Um, so pay attention to the NBA draft because these young guys can definitely make a change with the right veteran 
on their team, they might can just go to the NBA Finals like the Suns did this year. Um, so I'm looking forward to the draft. A lot of great talent, a lot of shooters, man. We have a lot of, like, stretch four, stretch five shooters in this draft, Ethan. Uh, I mean, a lot of tall guys, six nine, six ten, and above. But I was watching them come by the other day, and these guys' size and just skill set is amazing to me. To be six ten, seven foot, and can handle the ball, dunk it, and then as, as well shoot the three as well. So I'm excited to see the new NBA talent coming into the league, man. And of course, like I said, preseason starts in two weeks. So I hope within the next few you know episodes we can kind of start breaking down the NFL season and how we predict each conference and each division is going to work out. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well said. Also, Olympics. Olympics are coming up in the next few weeks. God willing, everyone over there can stay Hopefully. safe. Fans and athletes included. Uh, very excited to see what could happen. USA basketball is a big question mark, but we'll tackle that some other time. Terry, bro, I appreciate you, man, bro, for, for pulling up and being able to do the show. I know it's late where you are. Also, this isn't a plug yep. or whatever. This isn't a plug at all. But new Kanye is out. I'm about to go jam, I'm about to go jam that right now and check out, see, see what he's got going on. Um, but other than that, we appreciate y'all for tuning into the Ethan and Terry Show, a podcast dedicated to covering and tackling the latest in sports and entertainment, episode number 59. Terry, you have a good one, bro. I'm going to check in with you. Good, bro. All right, man.